This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. time we talked about how that we can be thankful no matter what's going on in our lives no matter the circumstances there are certain spiritual realities that god has blessed us with that go with us regardless of the circumstances and today what i want to talk about is how to pass the thanksgiving forward and that's a pretty important concept too so not only are we thankful and thanking God for what he has blessed us with? We want to also thank others, and we want to pass forward our heart of thanksgiving and to share. And one of the concepts that I want to mention is the whole notion that freely we have received, and therefore freely we also give. And Matthew 10 and 18 talks about this. So when we think about it, what did people receive at that time? They received the ability to heal people. They had the ability even to cleanse lepers, which nobody could pretty much cleanse lepers unless it was through the power of God. And they even had the power to raise the dead. So he says, don't just hoard this to yourself. Go out. There are people who need help. Heal those people. Cleanse the people, raise the dead, and so on, as you have opportunity and as is appropriate. So, whatever your spiritual gifts are, God expects us to pass the thanksgiving forward by offering those gifts and helps to other people. We want to pray with people and for people for whatever it is that's going on in their lives and for whatever it is that concerns them. And 1 Corinthians 4, 7 also reminds us that all we have, we have received from God. And in Corinthians, there were some people who thought they were greater than the apostles and they were getting a little bit puffed up. And so it's in this context that Paul was reminding them that they didn't have anything except for what God had given them and blessed them with. And the same is true of us. So if we have an abundance, even of material goods, it's because God is the one that has allowed us to have that abundance. He has blessed us with more than enough. And when that's the case, the call then is to share what we have with other people. So let's talk about some of the other people we can share our physical abundance with. There are people who are in need in your local community, in your local neighborhood, somewhere in your local sphere. They may be members of your church. They may be people you know. They may live in your city, in your neighborhood. And then beyond just your inner circle of the people you know, there are within your geographical area poor people, people who may be getting help from the rescue missions, Salvation Army and homeless shelters and other such facilities. So you have the local poor around you, as well as those who are far away and who are also poor, maybe in different countries than where you currently live. 
There are people who are refugees coming to your country or another country who are trying to escape difficult political situations. Their lives are in danger. And so they're seeking asylum, almost in the same concept of a city of refuge, although they may not have committed any crimes or murders or whatever themselves, but they are seeking refuge. And they have needs for food, shelter, and clothing as well. There are people who are in war-torn areas, such as the Ukraine and other places, that people, again, need food, they need shelter, they need clean water, and so on. In our midst, there are orphans, there are widows, and we're called to minister to them as well. Some ministries exist, such as Compassion International, that really do minister to the needs of children across the globe. Some of those children, they're in families. They may have a mother and father or only one parent. However, they're in a poverty-stricken place, and they're not able to get the education that they need. And so they have those who have more of an abundance to partner with them and to give to these children monthly. As you've heard me mention before, there's a great need in the persecuted church. The persecuted church is anywhere across the globe and in the world where it is not safe to preach the gospel and the good news of God, and where people are losing their lives daily, where people are losing their livelihoods, where they're being tormented, tortured, mutilated, and harmed physically and otherwise for their faith. And some of the organizations we've mentioned before who help people in these circumstances are the Voice of the Martyrs, Open Doors, the Bible League, bringing God's word to people in their own language. Every Home for Christ also does something similar, and many other ministries out there minister to the persecuted church. There are also children and adults who are facing some tough medical conditions, conditions for which there are no cures, conditions that are expensive to treat, and they may not have even the financial resources to engage in the treatments. And without the treatments, they're certain to die by unless God performs a miracle in their lives. Later in this month, I want you to know I will be covering the story of a little boy whose name is Sebastian. You need to know about Sebastian and his family. So make sure that you listen to that episode. And it's another opportunity to help, in this case, a little child who has an incurable cancer. When we also think about passing Thanksgiving forward, there is the spiritual part of it that's beyond the tangible part. One piece of that is we know that God has forgiven us in our lives. And he forgave us totally when we didn't deserve forgiveness. And as Romans 5 says in 8 through 10, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So when we think about all that we've been forgiven for and how that we can rest from our labors and work in trying to be righteous before God ourselves because Jesus came and lived the perfect righteous life, then when others do things that are problematic and they cause harm in our lives, we can remember that we can forgive them because we have been forgiven of so much ourselves. And if we don't have a heart of forgiveness, 
we may be failing to understand just how great our own separation was from God and how much he had to forgive us of as well. So extending forgiveness in your home, to your spouse, to your children, to others who may sometimes do things that are harmful, and sometimes there are serious harms that even occur in different kinds of abuse and, and so on. You want to get God's help in showing forgiveness. Also at work, there are people who do things that are unkind and that may disenfranchise us. And we must find the heart to forgive those at work for the things that they do as well. And if you think about it, Jesus on the cross, even he said, forgive them for they know not what they do. And that was a heinous crime that was being perpetrated against him at the time. So we can forgive in a great way because we have the models of it in Jesus and the disciples. And we also have knowledge of the fact that we too have been forgiven. The other thing we want to pass forward and pass on in thanksgiving is God's love, his agape love, which does what is best for another person. It's acting in kindness in a multitude of circumstances. It's walking always with the notion of how can I benefit this person with the love of God? And sometimes it's just being that calm presence around them. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will prompt you to give them something that they may need and you didn't even know that they needed it. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will prompt you to say a kind and loving word of encouragement to someone in your workplace. This is what you want to be on the alert for. What is God calling you to? What is he asking you to do and to say that reflects his love to the people with whom you work, the people who benefit from your leadership? We also have the opportunity to pass forward the joy that we talked about last time. Maybe people will know you because there's always a song of joy on your heart. And no matter what's going on, you're able to access a song of joy, which encourages other people. Pass the joy forward. Let them see and experience the joy that's in you. And perhaps some will even ask the reason for the hope and the joy that is in you. And as you are singing these songs of joy, you choose songs that allow you to praise God and to express your thanksgiving to him for all that he has provided. And then I would say, there's the peace that we are walking in. And we're living in a world where so many people need peace, don't have it, and can't find it. They don't know the source of peace. They don't know the author of peace. And as they see you walking in peace in difficult circumstances, knowing that you too have had losses and challenges and difficulty, they may want to know how can you be so peaceful? This is a profound gift that we can share with other people as well. I would also say in terms of passing Thanksgiving forward, remember to thank people 
every day in your life. That's people in your home, and that's also people in your workplace. So daily, take the time to thank at least one person. And I would challenge you to thank at least three people a day. That will keep that muscle exercised in you to be a person who is thankful. So we want to pass all of this forward. We want to share Thanksgiving with others in terms of how we act, how we behave, and what we do every day in our lives. I'd like to close today's segment with several scripture readings that will just remind us about Thanksgiving and praise. And the first one is Psalm 7 and verse 17. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. And then the next is Psalm 9, verses 1 and 2. I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. And then let's turn to Psalm 69. And Psalm 69 and 30 says, I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. So as you go through your day and go through your week, magnify the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing to him a song. Remember all the reasons to praise the Lord and praise him and be joyful in your workplace. Lift up the hearts and spirits of other people, those who may not remember or understand, all for which to be thankful, you can help to get them started. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources. <music>